into the Gronk Squad. That's crazy. We've committed to do the Daily Talk Show for 10 years. Hi, hey guys. Hi, guys. Put it in the calendar. Oh, that one in. I'd just like to check the temperature in the room. I told you my squeegee story. It is outrageous. Come on, let's go. Oh, it's a Daily Talk Show, episode 971. Uh, the fucking Clubhouse. <laughs> just, you accidentally press the notification, it just comes on. <laughs> Clubhouse. You know what? I'm I'm deleting Clubhouse. Good, because I've turned off notifications for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, happy hump day, everybody. Not only happy hump day, but also happy big cup company day. Uh, <laughs> please, uh, if you are on YouTube, uh, hit like on this video. Uh, we... Have the uh, the cups? They're thirty two ounces. They're looking great. Yep. And you ruined the shot holding up your phone while holding that cup. Oh, sorry. So now hold it up. There uh, we go. These are the big cups that you can get uh, by registering your interest. Bigcupcompany.com. dot com. Mm-hmm. We've already had a bunch, and we've re- received the first shipment, mm-hmm. and uh, we're going to be getting back to everybody who is uh, put through their request. Mm-hmm. We're still ironing out the details. Yes. This is great. There's a lot to be grateful for today. Mm-hmm. Well, we do we mention the fact that we ordered 100 and only got 20? Look, be grateful that you got 20. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, we were talking about gratitude. And I, Not I on been, the show. We, no. We went on a nice walk. We probably should. That would have probably a great podcast. That whole walk? Yeah, maybe. Would have been a great podcast. Mm-hmm. And that's the fine line of like, when do we- Decide because you can come in if you if you've decided to go hard on uh, self awareness in a conversation on a podcast it can sometimes fall flat mm-hmm. for a couple of blokes that probably you know don't take notes or research heavily yeah we're a work in progress are you referring to Margot's comment on YouTube um let's read out Margot's comment okay I hadn't planned to talk about Margot's comment mm-hmm. but I think probably today is a good day to talk about Margot's comment. Make sure, just going to pr- make sure I'm pressing record. I think I am, but I'm just double checking. Yeah, yeah. Look, so we have a YouTube channel. If you're not subscribed, there's 14,000 people already subscribed. The Daily Talk Show. So YouTube.com forward slash The Daily Talk Show. I am padding mm-hmm. because I'm getting to um, Margot's comment. This yes. was from the episode that we talked about all the business decisions we've made, mm-hmm. uh, the hard uh, business decisions. Yep including um, where Mr. 97's gone. Um, and that wasn't Clubhouse that was just mm-hmm. playing through. That was his YouTube pre-roll. Um, actually, I'm going to keep playing that so we can earn a bit more money. <laughs> <laughs> Does that, is that how it works? I guess so, yeah. So, I think it knows if it's your account though. Ah, uh, yeah. It's on to us. So, <laughs> Margot, uh, never heard from Margot ever mm-hmm. on our YouTube channel. Yeah. One of the 14,000, maybe she was a subscriber. He mm-hmm. was a subscriber. Don't know. Um, Margot has said, great to hear about the history and progression of your business and podcasts. Shame we only heard your version of one side of the difficult decisions story. A bit justification, probably. probably. As Tommy said, and she quotes, he quotes 27 minutes 50, if you'd like to go to it. I said- You tell yourself a story to serve your vision or goals or even when something negative happens. Uh, Close quote. Why not just tell it like it is, whether it puts you in a bad light or not? Sorry, guys, you've lost me. I now switch off. Best wishes for your future. Margot's missed the point there. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I guess like it's it's, when you get 
if I think about, um, I spoke about it a, a week or so ago when very negative. I think this is part of it. Like there are comments like this that we'll see mm. every few weeks or whatever. And if it gets you on the right at the right time, <laughs> it can throw your day. But um, missing the point, let me just explain. Mm-hmm. So m- me saying that in the moment of talking about the, the the situation we had at hand is me acknowledging that this is our version. Mm-hmm. There's a story going on within this business between you and I because this is our reality at this moment. But even in that reality, there is yours and mine. Mm-hmm. We're mutually of an understanding of what's happening and how things are playing out and why and how they ser- – like because it serves to be mutually – Mm-hmm. on the same understanding of the story or what's happening. Mm-hmm. And so it's reflecting that, yeah, so this is our version of events. And I think you can easily say um, when hard things happen, like letting Mr. 97 go and having to make him redundant, mm-hmm. we could look at that and say it's positive. It's fucking hard and feels negative, mm-hmm. but we can also say he's now got an opportunity to do X, Y, and Z. The business, this, you know, X, Y, and Z. You can sh- frame things. And I think my point there was when things go bad, a way to get out of them, which is not excusing any truth or what is happening, mm-hmm. is to reframe them to serve your goals and serve where you're going and serve your every day. Because if you're waking up in your Margo and feeling like shit and then not choosing to optimize the day by, you know, looking at what's going on in your life and thinking maybe this is a sign. Mm -hmm. Maybe my sore body Mm -hmm. is a fucking sign to change it. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like that right now, Margo. That was me projecting in that moment. I think that you were just- um uh, being genuine when you say that there's multiple versions of every story and you can have the exact same experience uh, in a moment, but based on all your other thoughts, feelings and experiences, you come out with a different story or a mm. slight, slightly different version. And mm. so, just prefacing it and saying, hey, this is a version, this is the story that we've told I think is just like a polite thing to do for anyone that's not in the room. But I think that what the bit that Margot has missed is assuming like what that means is there's been some sort of manip- active manipulation. Mm. There's a, like This is a thing with filmmaking. When you make a documentary, as soon as you decide to point, point the camera somewhere, you're choosing to not point somewhere else. Exactly. And so even if you say, oh, you know, um, if you talk about uh, objectivity or journalism, it's it's a very hard thing to do mm. because all of those small decisions, what you're going to talk about, who you're going to interview, all of all of a sudden you are not objective because you are subjectively picking who to speak to and which you know mm. side of the story to tell. And so I think that that's like. But I think that this is a bigger point around black and white. So, people thinking that things are good or bad. Negative, positive. You were telling the truth or you were lying. Yeah. Um, And so, I think that just because I'm like, I think, yeah, where my headspace goes with it is, okay, um, Margot's had some, some form of experience that we have triggered in her around, mm. okay, this is, um, you know, 
you know, been at the the bad end of a story or whatever it mm. is, that then that sort of triggers it in someone. And mm. that's their right to do, to have that experience. But I think um, the thing that we are going to learn through all of this journey, which is the daily talk show, is our ability to take on or maybe not take on the um, uh, the energy of others. So, it can be great. It can be rewarding. Mm. You watch Billie Eilish and she's, you know, all about that, you know, loving the fans and all of that sort of thing. And we feel the same way. We have a deep connection with a lot of Gronks. Uh, but it also, we also, there needs to be a version where mm. you can detach from the negativity. Mm. Yeah, I mean, there's a there's a risk of not being understood, mm-hmm. and and then what's your relationship with being misunderstood? Yeah, and so that's something to look at because uh, f- for Margot not understanding, um, you know, multiple realities happening at the same time, mm-hmm. you know, different experiences. Think about breakups. Breakups are a great example because mm-hmm. one person would say one thing. Yeah. Even when you hear some people like, oh, it was amical. And then it's like, oh, that's mm-hmm. a fucking nightmare, that dude. Yeah, yeah. And I'm glad he's gone. Mm-hmm. There's two versions. Yeah. It's, and um, you can see how quickly people will switch uh, a version to, you know, when you're leaving a business or whatever mm-hmm. it is. And so, I guess you just can't get too connected to and, it. And there's nothing even negative, I don't think, in switching the story. Mm-hmm. So- someone saying one thing when they leave and how bum they are to then establishing themselves in a new situation mm-hmm. and only being able to do that by telling the story. So, yeah. initially it might have been, I never want to go, I don't want to leave, to then getting in the new place going, this is for me. Mm-hmm. It was all right. Like, this was meant to be. This is my home. Mm-hmm. And so, and and that's not negative because that's serving yeah. your future, serving your situation, your life. Mm-hmm. So, I, yeah, I mean, I like that. I mean, if if the the concept of multiple truths has not been one you've explored, it's very fascinating, very mm-hmm. interesting to to think about it because you you realise that even your own truth isn't truth. Even well, your own mm-hmm. truth is a version, or it, there's a high likelihood that it will mould over your lifetime. Yeah, I, when we were watching uh, the short documentary by The Verge on Paul Miller, who left the internet for a year, oh, yeah. he went to one of his mentors. Sad Paul, they call yeah. him. <laughs> and he, he he suffered from depression. That's why he was sad. <laughs> oh, really? He yeah, actually yeah, yeah, had yeah, depression? depression? Yeah. I thought he was just um, sad from leaving yeah, the internet. Yeah. <laughs> and so, he, um, he goes to his mentor and is asking for advice. And one thing that his mentor said, which I think resonated with both of us, I remember watching it eight years ago and really connecting with it. But it's just like um, the ability to not hold on to this idea that you're part of a narrative, yeah. that you are that you are the protagonist in this narrative where you are. Our Instagram's blowing up. Is that what you're looking at? No, okay. just uh, Oz Post says your delivery is on the way. Oh, that's exciting. Um, I wonder what that could be. Uh, yeah, it could be more cups. Why Legit- would you could be-, be getting the notification? I don't, I don't know. No, no. Delivery on Thursday, the 11th of March. Oh, it's coming from Byron Bay. This is a book. Oh, great. Do you know what this book is called? This is a Sam Harris book. Stop stop Lying. I think, what is it? Lying by Sam Harris. (laughs) (laughs) Very, very funny. Very relevant. Um, Yeah, so 
yeah, the idea of getting rid of the narrative. And I think that we've had to do that a bunch. Everyone being in a pandemic, all of a sudden you can't hold on to all of these things. Mm. And um, I definitely feel if listeners are feel like what I feel at the moment is there's a shedding um, that can happen where, yeah, what's the feeling? It's like there are, I do feel the sense that we've like disappointed heaps of people. Do you get that sense or no? Yeah, a little bit. Mm-hmm. A little bit, um, which is which is annoying because it's not the feeling you want when you've been struggling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. You're depressed and mm-hmm. fuck. Not I'm saying I'm pretty fucking depressed. Mis- mis- depressed. <laughs> I'm a bit miserable at the moment, but I acknowledge that it's that we're in a great place mm-hmm. as a business. Like yeah, so yeah. many positive things are happening, mm-hmm. but I but I've struggled and lost a lot of fucking perspective yeah. and gratitude, which is mm-hmm. yeah where where I'm at, and it's hard when. You, you can you're disappointing people, but you're mm-hmm. actually fucking no good. But it's yourself. disappointing based on, and this is where the negativity was the other week around community and all that sort of thing. Is it's like it feels like it's the whole putting on your own mask, yeah, yeah. first, and um, and all also, I think about the empathy that I have for other people around certain things or mm. just the perspective on like, I, so I think that what happens when uh, what I've felt anyway is when you communicate how things are or you communicate the negative side of things, mm. uh, it triggers some people into a mode of pointing out everything that you're doing wrong or try. And I think it comes from a place of helping, but what ends up happening is, you know, two out of five interactions become wanting to deconstruct your failure or whatever it is. And I think that there's there's maybe a- um, I get around people yeah. failing. Yeah. But there's a tone. <laughs> I think there's a tone around it, which is just like, oh, you, and maybe this is our own insecurities coming up. But I think that some of it can come across as, oh, why are you doing it this way or that way? And the interesting part of it is- when I get dark on it and I think about it, when I put it into perspective, many of the people who are offering advice or or seem a bit dark on what we've done or why mm. would you do that? You're onto a good thing or what's the, like you went from seven to five to, you know, why are you like making all these changes? It doesn't make sense. You can get dark on it and be like, oh, you know what? Like there's a bunch of people who are saying this, but then I look and I'm like, yeah, they haven't, they haven't done it. And mm. that's not in a negative way. That is in just the reality of how can I expect them to empathize with where we are in this journey if they haven't had to do these things? Well, you wouldn't comment about a marathon runner's training mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> or approach to a marathon mm-hmm. if you've never done one. Yeah. I couldn't. I don't know. what Like the pain, sticking through the pain. Mm-hmm. Like there is a version of any endeavor that, um, you know, there's a lot of pain that rears its head mm-hmm. as a result of effort. Um, physical exercise is just the clear one because mm-hmm. as soon as you start, you know, moving, you can start feeling yeah. niggles and pains. But um, most things people are referencing aren't, yeah, personal experience to a to to what someone else is doing. But even then what someone else is doing is so specific to them. And so, mm-hmm. like I saw um, Kerwin Ray, 
this motivational guy, or mm-hmm. he's like, you know, I think he's like a digital marketer that's mm-hmm. sort of gone that Gary V approach. Mm-hmm. Literally copied Gary V's approach. It worked for him. Mm-hmm. His digital media strategy. He, he posted this morning, uh, wake up at 4.30. It's mm-hmm. life changing or something like that. And I was like, fucking hell. It is, is life changing or f- fuck your life. <laughs> no, fucking, yeah. I've woke up at 4.30 for a job, dude. Mm-hmm. Didn't do it for me. Yeah, yeah. I, I felt horrible. And so Shouldn't all <laughs> bakers be billionaires based on all you have to do is get up at 4.30 and you shouldn't everyone <laughs> that works in breakfast radio be billionaires? Or happy yeah, at yeah, least yeah, or like yeah, change yeah. your life. Yeah. Like, and I get what he's saying. I get that there's a there's something in sticking to something and there's something mm-hmm. in having a routine. Like all of these things make sense. Mm-hmm. But there is there is a plethora of simple very easy to give advice on the internet. Mm-hmm. So even um, the we've been talking like about um, love the process. You talked about that yesterday. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. I reckon I've probably reeled that off. You've reeled that mm-hmm. off. <laughs> but then there is the version of people who are successful mm-hmm. uh, from an external perspective looking at someone's numbers or worth or uh, influence, whatever, and – they're not fucking happy at all. Mm-hmm. So, they're hating the process. So, where does it sit for you? Where is and what is the success metric? Because that's what all these things, are, like that comment of 4.30, what does that mean? We just outlined people mm-hmm. doing things where it's not offering this world-changing yeah. experience, for life-changing experience from them. Mm-hmm. It's, um, yeah, I mean, where do you go with all this, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that, I mean, and this is the um, the feeling of huge amounts of change. Um, you know, everyone's sort of experiencing that. I think a lot of people would be experiencing, you know, changing jobs or trying to get work after, you know, losing their job with mm-hmm. everything that's been uh, happening. But, um, yeah, like I think that the the question around, like so doing something for 10 years like I think that this this process of doing the daily talk show is teaching us, um, like this is consistency. So the thing is that I look back and I look at consistency over the last you know nine hundred and seventy episodes, and for ninety nine percent of the time it's easy, but then there's the one percent time where it seems like you would prefer to just not do it at all or just mm. give up. And the weird the weird part of it is, um, like, Bree said, oh, why do you still do the podcast? Like, you know, are you liking it? Do you want to still do the podcast? And How I think negative that- are you on the other end? <laughs> well, <laughs> we're no, hearing, no, we're no, hearing also, Bree's question. Well, yeah, I think, but I think that that's like she sees the burnout, she sees the exhaustion. And it's funny, it's not even, it's not even me being like a fucking hate, like, I'm never saying I hate the fucking doing the podcast. I think it's um, it's everything around it. It's the um, it is actually the story around it. If we actually just brought it back, distilled it to you and I talking, there's actually hardly any friction in that for us. Mm-hmm. The friction comes from perception and you know growth and what does this look like? You know. We know that, you know, if we get more guests, uh, you know, you can get more people listening 
um, all of these different things. And so, um, what I guess people are experiencing now when you're listening is two people who are in part of the process where it is really painful Mm. and we don't, um, it's hard because normally like what we spoke with Pete Shepard, it's like you're professional enough in every other context to show up and you Mm. don't sort of complain about it or you don't talk about it. But with a show that has been created as an outlet, an outlet for us, it seems disingenuous to turn on the mics and then try and have heaps of fun. Mm, mm. Yeah. I mean, the analogy of a, if we're taking it to boxing is the boxer in the, in the corner covering up, getting hit by their opponent, Mm -hmm. just weathering the storm. We're pulling a Muhammad Ali at this moment. Mm-hmm. Just rumble in the jungle. We're just getting, we're getting hit, son. We're taking it though, mm-hmm. and we're riding it out. And we're going to come back and and knock someone out. <laughs> I'm going to knock Margo out. But don't you, th- don't you think it's weird? <laughs> it's weird because um, if we stopped doing the podcast now, it doesn't have any. Like, pro- like, there's no problem. Like, you don't. Know I mean? Like, we're, we're, this is purely a decision that we're making to continue, mm. and the fruits of what we're doing isn't actually currently here. It's not like so. The you cups imagine, are here. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> the cups the are fruit's here. not here. Yeah, you imagine like um, YouTubers that are making, you know, tens of thousands of dollars a month through their YouTube channel. Yeah, all of a sudden they're incentivized to. I have to keep on doing this. I have to keep feeding the beast. I have to keep doing all of this. Whereas we don't have that. Um, so yeah, I think it's, um, it's a weird, I think that we thought that we would be further along mm. at three years. Mm. Um, do you think there's many people that do things and, and, and actually say, fuck, I'm further than I thought I would be like, that's probably not the common thing. I think, that, I think that it like, you do hear the stories of, oh, it happened so quickly. Like, it just felt. And so- um, So, if if majority businesses don't survive past three years, mm-hmm. there's like a high statistic of businesses yeah. not surviving that, mm-hmm. let alone, you know, beyond that. Mm-hmm. I think there's like a three, five, it's like crazy. Yeah. Which is disappointing to, if you're about to start a business, if you read that, it's like, you actually are going to be an outlier, outlier mm-hmm. in some respects. But then you look at the 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 unicorn startups or, you know, the profit from day one businesses. It's mm-hmm. like that's that's out of control. Like that's a unicorn in itself. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, what you get to write you that's where it's like what's what advice is is very worth it, I think, is like be up for riding <laughs> riding the storm mm-hmm. because there is going to be one yeah. in anything you do. Think yeah. about any great, anyone doing something great that you love as if there's not dark days for them. They're humans. Yeah. Yeah, I think like everyone experience, <clears throat> experiences ruts. And so, yeah, I think I'm, just so everyone knows, I'm struggling to swallow. I had a, a cold sore and uh, you got me to, t- what did you get me to take? It's, not, it, it's the home brand one, but it's like Famvia. Famvia, okay. They're just like- And so, I've got quite uh, big glands. Well, you're sick too. 
Yes, I wasn't going to say say that. I don't want to scare anyone into thinking I've got COVID. Well, no one in Melbourne has COVID. Yeah, maybe I do. <laughs> it's, it's, that's how dark it gets. If you had it, yeah, you're yeah. a unicorn. Yeah, son. no. Yeah, like that's that, a the ch- like the I've chance- finally gone viral. Who <laughs> <laughs> thought? Um, yeah, no. So I think that it's it's a weird it's a weird scenario because I feel like previously when I've experienced what I'm feeling now, I go on annual leave i go away and it's like i do all of that where it feels like because we're just getting started and when you have the responsibility with a team and all that sort of thing it is, and having a business it's not it's not as easy it's like um it, it's it's like you know the the plane is just climbing it's not at altitude yet I, I still need to be like you need to. We need to get it to altitude so I can like take my seatbelt off and know that there's going to be no turbulence. Mm. Whereas if you're sort of fucking halfway going up and then you take off, like it's not just instilling any confidence in everyone. And everyone, mm. I think the other thing too is it's like everyone um, has their own version of feeling a bit burnt out or mm. you know. And it's we're in March. <laughs> yeah. that's. That, that's- mm-hmm. That's not a good last moment <laughs> of that conversation. Like, much, Was much. that a realization or? Yeah, yeah. No, I was going like, to say oh, we're no. in Feb. You know, I was going to say we're at the start of Feb, but we're at <laughs> the start of March. Um, we we did get some lovely um, um, emails though as well. Yes, in saying that, in and where people are dissecting your uh, whatever your situation is and, mm-hmm. and the failures, if they may be there. Like there was also people that came out and and and. Gave us beautiful emails, well mm-hmm. written, yeah. much better than I could respond. Yeah. Lovely call from Trev. Trev Long. Yeah. Yeah. And so- Yeah, yeah sweet. Th- Very th- sweet. Yeah, I think that, that there is obviously a bunch of that. And the other thing too is uh, the scooter Derek said to me, he's like, I called him. He said, now, I'm trying to work. I said, I'm, I'm driving in today. I'm just- I'm this driving is today? In, uh, this was yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I said, I'm driving in today. And he's like, okay, good. Good. He's like, I've been tracking uh, whether you walk or drive, and then what your mood is like on the show. <laughs> that, that guy's <laughs> Which, got a lot of yeah. time. <laughs> but I respect it. That's, but I think that's awesome. I think the thing is that, like, there is. Um, I definitely feel the ups and downs. I feel that, like, I think about the weekend for me, and like, you know, going to the Twelve Apostles and doing all that. So I think it was like a. Um, maybe this is part of what we're feeling. It's like you get these crazy highs now because you haven't done something and then it's just it's just this mm. crazy sort of oscillation that I'm feeling between going super high and excited to mm. not feeling very good. Well, you started the week saying, um, I mean, we're on the Wednesday, we're halfway <laughs> through the week. You said uh, it's going to be a great week, like mm-hmm. super positive off the back mm-hmm. of a weekend, still yeah. high, yeah, flying high. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, there's- it is, yeah. What's the if if there was some gratitude that needed to be thrown out there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think like um, we've we've come a long way, but also I think like um, yeah, the team. I think Jess, George, mm. you. Like I think we've got a great team. Mm. We um, are working on some great projects. We've got great clients. Like all of those things are really good. But I think there's there's definitely. So think about the story over the last three years uh, around, you know, what we're building, and I think that there's 
there's definitely there's definitely a version which is a reality check. You know, we're going for what's sustainable. Like it feels like we got to the cliff around like what mm-hmm. we could do in like, let's just see how far, you know, like, you know, follow your dreams, do all that sort of thing. And I still think we are, but I think it has the same feeling as someone who's like doing a startup and they realize they have to go and live at their parents to make it work. <laughs> you know, like it's like, it feels like at the time yeah. the biggest back step you could be taking. And so there's no doubt that like the client stuff we love doing and we do it well and it's like great hearing feedback around that. Mm. But there's definitely the parallel story that we've developed around the podcast. And even I think when Diavella was asking us questions about the podcast, we it's almost this feeling of exhaustion where it's like, ah, like just calling ourselves out on our own, own bullshit. He's like, oh, you know, show us this or show, like show us the graph or whatever. And I was like, yeah. Mm. Like, what? Like, the th- if we if we hold ourselves to this as our metric, where we like, that's out of our control. And but mm. also the other thing too is I don't think that uh, all of these things are linear. Like that's what we've I was saying mm. on our walk yesterday. It's like okay, um, I'm thirty. You're thirty two. Mm. It's like. If we have 10 years of this struggle to finally get through what seems like a tunnel, you know, at 40, to me, that's still a massive win. Mm. And so, part of it is obviously, um, I think that quick success is celebrated and quick success is, uh, like, I think that the other thing too is- the where the podcast is or the decisions we had to make, they're not it can feel like they've happened based on a lack of effort. That makes sense. So it's like when people say like, oh, are oh, you doing this or that? It's not like the feeling I have is like uh it feels like we gave everything and we have given everything, we continue to give everything, but it wasn't enough. And there's something pretty depressing about Thinking it's not, wasn't yeah. enough or, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, and I think that's the the trap of the feeling of, it's probably linked to the comparison thing because if mm-hmm. you look at someone else and think, fuck, I should be doing more. I should be getting in here at night and doing edits and mm-hmm. like, you can feel the, the it, while it is a driving force, it's, it's probably, if you stop and think about it, like mm-hmm. if you stop and think about what that feeling's, sort of pushing you towards um, maybe there is a p- time and place for using it as a bit of mo- motivation, but yeah, you're like, if you, there's, yeah, we've put in so much fucking effort. <laughs> I don't know if it's what version, what is it good for? If you were to say there was, it, what, it sh- we should have done more or we should have. Well, it feels like extreme accountability in some regards. So it seems like the success, if, if there was success, the funny thing is I feel like if it was successful, it would feel less about our doing and more the external forces aligned and all, ha- all just sort of happened. Whereas failure feels more personal. It feels like all of these decisions that you made 
haven't necessarily worked. But this is the thing. It's a 10-year journey. We, when you look at it that way, we still have so much time left mm-hmm. around what we're doing. And think about how quickly things changed in regards to, you know, doing, you know, like I, ju- I just think about those sort of like peaks that we experience in regards to what we we're doing. And I think that they'll come. Like I think- um, I think the trap is though uh, that if if it peaked at the wrong time, our relationship wouldn't have worked. Mm-hmm. And then you, <laughs> then there's nothing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like a, the a business partnership, this partnership. It's like if the partnership sucks mm-hmm. and the business works, do you want to be in the partnership? Mm-hmm. It's probably extremely painful. Yeah. And we are learning. I think that's the other thing too is it's like if we had been quote unquote successful at the start, we wouldn't have done the amount of development work that we have around our skills. Mm. So, if, like, I think that we are better at business, better at all of these things because it it just didn't work. Like, we, you know, we didn't sort of magically fluke some sort of alignment in, you know, regards mm. to, you know, product and market fit and it's just sort of taken off like. Um, I, I, I mean, it's just from the outside, maybe just thinking about myself, I think it would sting hard if you had a crack the first time, made something work finish that up, start it again. It just didn't. Mm. Like you couldn't get the stick. Well, I was again. watching, um, I guess it's like the second album thing. I was watching one of the guys from Yes Theory. Um, you know that. That's uh, leaving? YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Did you watch that video? I do. No? Well, I watched a bit. He's crying to the camera. Yeah, yeah. Yes Theory. They, they're cool dudes. They I don't do even really know how cool many stuff. are bloody in that team. Yeah. There's- so, it's like three main guys. It's all about and, saying yes um, to yeah. opportunities and it's, blah, blah, blah. And so, they're doing cool <laughs> stuff at the moment where it's like they went to Iraq and they went to Afghanistan last year. Some really interesting stuff. And it's what I found- there's a lot of this at the moment. It's like video, like I feel like you're sending me a lot of them, which is like uh, depressing creators talking to camera <laughs> is, is probably- Welcome the, back, guys. <laughs> and um, yeah, that's our niche. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit that like button, please. Hit the like button. Um, Share with your depressed creative <laughs> friends. <laughs> and so, yeah, I think um, consuming that here is someone who has built a massive YouTube channel and was getting all these crazy opportunities but still said there's a voice inside me that's saying there's more (laughs) yeah yeah but there's more to it and so for him he's gone into writing their newsletter a couple of times a month and writing their first book but um but he's not gonna be in the videos no yeah man interesting very and so that's the whole thing it's like um the the success doesn't necessarily mean that everything gets figured out. So, the success doesn't mean that we're not going to get comments that trigger us. We'll get more of them. More. But it, I guess- More Margos, think, more Stellas. Yeah, I think that what we- Where we land though is that, you know, if we can get right here, if we can get the formula right when we're feeling like this, then when- you know, it doesn't matter what situation we'll be in, we'll be able to, you know, get through it. Mm. Mm. Hi at the dot com is the email address. If you do have 
uh, an email. We got a great, um, <laughs> we've gotten some lovely uh, uh, podcast reviews and we're not pushing to that because I shouldn't, I shouldn't be, um, you know, going on to the reviews because I feel like it's your heart races. Like, does oh, what it? The fuck? Does yeah, it? Yeah. What do you know? What are people saying? Sometimes, sometimes mine does, um, but you've, um, but you're in there, you're deep in there. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, a couple <laughs> that I liked. Um, uh, so KRC says, long time listener, first time reviewer, don't want to be a stellar. So here I am with a five star review, have listened for ages, but never shown my appreciation. Such an easy listen. Thanks team. Which That's is nice. lovely. Ashley said, okay, I'm finally leaving a review. Listening to you guys, Josh, raging on Stella, drove <laughs> me to leave a positive review to counteract the negativity. Love the podcast. Love you guys. Your honesty and your thought-provoking chats. Lots of fun, peppered with little nuggets of wisdom. Yeah. And my favorite one is um, from Charles. Love the podcast. Good job, Joel and Tom. <laughs> Can't miss a day. <laughs> yeah. Ch- uh, Charles means Josh. Yeah. Sure. Uh, very good, guys. Uh, but yeah, I, th- I think that the reason why we communicate this stuff is because uh, I I feel like I do it because, and I think that like we, we both are doing it because we're like, this is how we're feeling deep mm. down. It's not the, it's sort of like when someone says to you, you know, you're at the petrol station and they say, how are you? You say, good, good thanks. How are you? Good thanks. Good thanks. How are you? Um, you Yeah. Like, uh, I think that because we have a podcast and because of the thing, we have sort of a, a role to be able to be honest, maybe, because I'd mm. like us to be able to look back and say we had the light and shade and then, you know, hopefully it helps some people. Mm. Well, because I think uh, everyone has a version Mm -hmm. of struggle for themselves Mm -hmm. internally, mentally, and not everyone fucking communicates it, dude. Mm -hmm. Not everyone does. Not everyone has someone to talk about it to. I don't even necessarily uh, go out of my way to talk about this shit. Like mm-hmm. the, the pot, like, cause so then in that is that I struggle doing that. I struggle mm-hmm. going to somebody and just blurting what I'm thinking and feeling. Mm-hmm. And so that is a lot of people as well. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to articulate. Mm-hmm. Not that they can't, not that they're not capable, but just that they don't, like I was saying about Amy, like I, I put little things out, like little bits of bait for her Mm -hmm. to try and prompt me Mm -hmm. because I want her to coach it out of me, Mm -hmm. which is not, is not kind or clear Mm -hmm. because then I don't, I don't blame her at all for not picking up on the scent, but she can sniff it. Mm -hmm. She can sniff it. Yeah. And I think that the other thing too is if you're feeling this way, it can feel like you're just a burden as well because it's not like, uh, okay. Like, so if we, you know, one thing that we talk about is the stories thing. We have our stories. We have our struggles. Other people have the same sort of thing. So, the idea that like, um, you know, uh, our we're the only guys experiencing issues, mm. like I, I don't feel that at all. I know. I, like, And so, mm. that's where I, I don't necessarily, like it's funny when I get home, I, as even a guy who loves communicating, I'm like, I actually can't be bothered re reliving the negativity in my mind. Does mm, that make mm, sense? Mm. 
Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, talk it. Let's talk about it. It's, like, it's actually like painful for me to talk about it. Which, the, the, and there's two versions of this. One is uh, you want to kind of not escape, but you want to. Uh, so for me, being with Amy mm-hmm. and not thinking too much about the shit going on mm-hmm. is 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 cathartic. Yeah, like actually just being present. Yeah, because yeah, it pulls you, don't want you your out of the moment. Problem right? solved. Like because yeah, I feel like say if you were to say to Amy, I'm feeling this, this, this. Her natural response is like, okay, well, like, let's talk it through. Let's try and work Mm-mm. it out. Like, what can we? And it's like, it at least feels from my perspective, like we've done a lot of thinking around it. And like, mm. sometimes maybe the only thing you can do is just sit in it a mm. little bit. You know, you just, you know, this is this is the reality for a bit. Especially when things aren't crazy wrong and you're just yeah. feeling mm-hmm. necessary, you're just feeling off. Yeah. And so it's a bit different if you are needing to strategize your way out of mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. But um, anyway, lots to be grateful for, T. Name one thing. Um, <laughs> I've got nothing. No, I'm j- uh, putting my head on Amy's tummy and uh-huh. being kicked in the head by our little baby girl. That's cute. That's beautiful. That was last week, though. Yeah. I mean, even just last, <laughs> yeah, yes, last night, it felt yeah. like I feel, just feeling, uh-huh. just feeling mm-hmm. the life and grateful for my wife who is growing a fucking human. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crazy I think like, dude. yeah, I mean, f- on my side, it's like just having someone to be able to go home to and to chill mm. with is nice. Mm. Watch um, Billie Eilish. Watch, we'll watch the rest of it tonight. Cute. Great. Cute. All right. Uh, enjoy the rest of your day, guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a good one. See you guys.